Hello, I'm Dan Tomaszewski, and this is the Connecting IT Podcast. Welcome to the Connecting IT Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Tomaszewski, and today we have got a special episode for you. So I'm going to introduce Dana Leadholm, Senior Vice President of Corporate Marketing here at Kaseya, and she's going to take over and introduce the Women in Tech panel. Uh, it's going to be a good episode for you. So Dana, I'm going to turn it over to you and uh, let you lead today's uh, podcast. Thanks, Dan. It's nice to be a guest host today on the Connecting IT Podcast. I listen all the time and Gosh, never thought I'd be a host, but it, I'm really honored to be here. And I'm so excited about this panel today. I have two of my personal friends, as well as just really amazing colleagues in the channel. Um, we've got Crystal McFerrin, who's the Chief Marketing Officer for The 20. And we've got Andra Hedden, who is the Chief Marketing Officer and also co-owner of Marketopia. So I'm so thrilled to have you ladies here today. Thanks Thank for having us, Dana. There. And I think it's really cool that we're doing this um, since it is uh, National uh, Women's History Month. Is that what it is? Is that the title of it, I believe? <laughs> so. Yeah, so we thought it would be fun to do just a women's panel today and talk about sort of the challenges and opportunities that are available to women in tech and in the channel. Um, so I thought we'd just get right into it and Appreciate that you are going to share with us your unique experiences um, being a woman in tech and being a female executive. So I'll start with Andra. I was going to ask you, um, as a female business owner, have you had any experiences that you think are unique to women? And you know, what kind of advantages or disadvantages have you experienced? Sure. So I'm very excited to be here as well. There's nothing like a good conversation with friends. So. I am happy to be here. And, and as far as experiences in this space and in this industry, I think my very first experience as, as a woman in this space would, would be that even thinking about coming into the tech space was an interesting experience for me. Um, at the time, prior to even coming into this industry, I had been in you know, marketing and advertising and business development and strategy in completely different industries. And when I fell into tech, it was interesting to me because I didn't consider myself an IT person. I didn't really know or understand what was, you know, sexy or interesting about the technology industry. And, and I think that was really my first aha moment was really digging in a little bit and, and looking at an industry that I wouldn't have previously. And I don't know if it's because I, you know, I just never really had a, a an, an into the industry. I never really had a bunch of friends in it before. And when I first looked into it and really understood what it was all about, it was fascinating and, and wildly intriguing. And obviously I fell in love with it and have been in it ever since. And I think even since then, um, which is years ago at this point, but it's, it's become more and more women are, are flocking to the tech industry. Um, and, and I think that's wonderful. And I think that is the opportunity. There's a lot of opportunity when there's not that many um, women at the time, you can bring your experience, you can bring your different skill set, um, and really add a ton of value to, to the space. So I think that's a huge opportunity being um, one of, of just a few women in the space. So I recommend it to anyone. That's great. Crystal, I know you have um, sort of a unique role where you work directly with a lot of MSPs who are members of the 20. Are you finding that a lot more women are going into um, tech roles as opposed to the marketing kind of in the past has always been where we are? 
You know, I wish that were the case. I, I see a few MSB owners who are women that we work with, but really, I mean, I, I would say that they are grossly underrepresented. I think the majority of MSB owners are male. Um, there are more coming about. And, and I agree with Andrew. I think that there has never been a better time to be a woman in technology, especially with people realizing like the impact of diversity and um, just more women supporting each other and more men supporting women. And so I hope to see more come about, but the majority are still men. Yeah. Um, do either of you feel that there are any uh, unique challenges or advantages being a woman in tech? I think that there, I, I tend to look at the positive side of things in general. Um, I think that there are a ton of of advantages, particularly in marketing and tech. So from my perspective, um, it, it's, it's interesting because we're the fusion of, of the technology space and marketing. And so typically, um, many times you see women in marketing roles um, with high EQs, high creativity, um, you know, analytics, and, and it's it's interesting. There's a, there's a mix of, of men and women, obviously, in marketing, but but where, where we're sitting, I posted about it the other day um, because our company is made up majority of women. So there's, you know, over 60% of, of Marketopia is women. And, and I, it's, it's not by design. We're not only trying to hire one or the other. It just is, that's just our makeup. And, and I, I think it's wonderful because I do think that marketing is a great opportunity to, to get into the tech space as a woman. And, and you can be creative in, in this space and really find your way into, into technology and learning all about it without having to go deep on the technical side, if that may not be um, your natural skill set or something that maybe is even of interest to you. I think a great bridge into the tech space is marketing. And, and I would say sales as well. If you're a great salesperson um, as a woman or you're a great marketer, I think those are both wonderful um, ends to the tech space. And, and marketing's not going anywhere. Uh, sales and technology aren't either. Um, so I think those are all pretty safe bets. And then you find your way after that and, and figure what figure out what you do like. I've known a lot of women who started off on either the marketing or the sales side and then fell in love with the technology of it. And they're, you know, in product development or they are actually, you know, going into the engineering side of the house. So it's really, really interesting. But I would say, you know, start somewhere and, and you'll end up falling in love with it and finding your way and navigating um, through it. Um, kind of leads into the next question. Do either of you have, you know, some really good tips? I know you're both really good at growing your network. So what would you suggest to both women and men for growing their network in this industry? Um, I would say be really proactive about it. It is so important to have a really good community and support system, whether you're male or female. Um, and so be proactive about it and, and think outside the box. I think that LinkedIn is great. It's awesome to connect with like-minded people on there. Um, but, you know, make it human. I think so much of the outreach on there is really salesy. And so we're all kind of expecting to be sold to. And so I think, you know, as you find people that you want to connect to or learn from, then send them a personal message. Um, and also at networking events and, you know, as those open back up trade shows and things, I think um, women are so great at connecting with other people, um, but there's this lack of confidence um, in our industry. And so I think um, just being confident to go out and establish those relationships and, and, you know, connect with as many people as possible. And that's how you build that support system. I absolutely agree with that. I think LinkedIn is a wonderful tool to start that process and, and Facebook too, depending on the types of individuals that you're linked up with and how comfortable you feel sharing your personal life also with, with business individuals. 
And I, I do think that, you know, being, having a good self-awareness of what you're trying to accomplish and what you're really good at, and then taking that self-awareness and figuring out who you can lean on or learn from. Um, and, and I say that you can learn from people above, below, to the side, anywhere. Um, so, so really going out and, and sorting out, you know, what you want to know and finding the people that know it or finding the people who are in the place that you want to be and, and reaching out. And, and you, you will find so often that individuals are so incredible incredibly willing to share. If they feel that it's coming from a genuine place and if they feel that you are actually a good investment of time, they will be happy to share with you their journey, happy to share with you different, you know, associations that they're in or people that they know or connect you in some some way or another. Um, so it's 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 wonderful to build out that community and and lean on it as you're growing in the space and it ends up being really beautiful. That's great. Um Crystal, do you either mentor or do you, do you have a mentor? Um, currently, I do not have a mentor. I've had a number of mentors throughout my career who have been incredible. And actually, a couple of them I have never even met in person. These are individuals you know, that I'm connected with through LinkedIn and just thought, wow, um, this is someone that I could really learn a lot from. And so I had you know, like a digital you know, mentor. Um, I have mentored a number of individuals throughout my career as well, because I feel it's so important. It goes both ways. Like we should always seek to be improving, um, but also to be sharing and helping others. And so I do mentor a couple of, of women now, um, and I'm open to men or women. They just happen to be women, but, but I think mentoring is so incredibly important. I do too. Um, how about you, Andra? So I, I, I feel the same. I think mentoring is, is amazing. And, and we, we do have programs actually here internally where we'll do internship programs or we'll bring in individuals that are, are wanting to be mentored. And um, right now, actually, um, my, my university um, has reached out because they've got a mentor program that they just invited and wanted um, me to be a part of. That's really neat. It's, it's any individuals that are within the program, they can actually reach out to you and, and link up again, similar to a LinkedIn and others, they can see what you've done. They can see, you know, the, the industry that you're in and, and really where your knowledge base is. And then if they want to learn from you, you get paired up. So that's going to be an interesting one um, to, to be a part of, which I'm excited about, but I've, I've really been grateful um, to a lot of mentors I've had, both men and women. And, and I think there's so many people that you can learn from um, in the space. I've had many mentors, even through college, a lot of the internships that I had, I either worked for um, amazing women in some cases, actually. My very first job that I had in university that was within the marketing realm, um, I worked for a phenomenal uh, woman who owned a business actually with her husband uh, and, and they, they owned a, um, a business in Tallahassee and they were, they were amazing. And, and I, I learned a lot of the work-life balance um, from her actually. And in particular, her and her husband owned a, a phenomenal business and they had a growing family and lots of children and, and it was just, and they, they did it all. So I think from each mentor, I learned different things where, depending on where I was in my stage of life. So I think that mentor really proved that it is possible. Um, and she taught me a lot about the ebbs and flows of, of how to balance family life, work life, you know, a relationship as well as giving back to the community. Um, and then others within, within uh, corporate world 
world, you learn a lot of different things. So um, navigating politics and navigating um, just corporations in general, there's so many different facets um, that that's always wonderful to learn both from women and men. Um, and then you've got your, your personal life mentors as well. So, so no, I, I think mentors are huge. Um, and, and I like virtual mentors is what I call them, Crystal. Okay. So virtual mentors, I had the same thing, digital mentors. There's so many now with, with the way that social is structured, you can follow and learn from other people's lives. Granted, you're only getting a percentage of it. You're getting a small percent, um, but, but you can still learn so much from their experiences, particularly the ones that are very authentic and real and share the good, the bad, the ugly, the, you know, the celebrations and, and the, the, the pitfalls. Um, but, but it's, there's so much information to soak up out there that, that absolutely there's tons of mentors that can be found if, if you're looking. Great. I have the same experience. I've had um, two really strong male mentors um, who were executives in the tech industry and really helped me, uh, like you said, kind of navigate the more political side of things and, you know, thicken up your skin a little bit. Um, And then I've had female mentors who kind of helped me with the softer side of things with maybe, you know, how to you know, manage the work-life balance, which is always a challenge. You know, I had young children when I was coming up in, in my early career in tech, and that was really hard for me, but just encouraging. And so I do try to, you know, give back the same thing. And I, I find kind of to, to your point, Andra, that being really honest and frank and, you know, straightforward, kind of talking as to my mentees as I would to my own children, um, that sort of straightforward is really what people need. Um, and so I feel like it's a responsibility to us as we, you know, as we get higher up in the, in the echelons, um, you know, it's our responsibility Absolutely. to pull others up with us. Absolutely. I'm really excited that at Kaseya, we now have two females on the executive team. Um, recently, Alexandra Letts uh, joined the executive team. She's our general counsel. So we actually have two female executives on the website now. I'm really proud of that. Like, you know, our percentages <laughs> yes. are coming up. Yes. So, <laughs> I know it's not happening everywhere. Um, I would love to see more, as, as we were talking about, Crystal, more women-owned MSPs. But I do see a lot more women going into the um, sciences, you know, into Mm -hmm. uh, account management or the, you know, the technical side of things, um, not just sales. Um, Really excited to see that trend at Kaseya for sure. Definitely. Um, I think we're seeing the same thing here at the 20. Our leadership mm -hmm. team is about almost 50-50 right now. Um, And and it has only brought about good things, having, you know, that balance of men and women on the team. I think that women bring such a unique perspective Um, And it's been great for the company financially as well. Awesome. So here's a a question for both of you. What advice would you give your younger self coming up in this industry? Um, I I would say don't be held back by stereotypes. If you're passionate about something and you know that you can do it and you'll be good at it, then just go for it. I think that um, imposter syndrome, especially for women, you know, is such a real thing that um, a lot of times competence and confidence don't match. I think that women tend to be overprepared and underconfident. And um, so just believe in yourself and, and go for it and create those opportunities. Be proactive. Yeah, that's for me. It's like almost like um, you're only limited to, limited by your own beliefs. Um, if I could go back, because I've always had other people telling me you can do it, you can do it. When I'm the one who's feeling like maybe I can't, or I'm afraid that I won't succeed, and you know maybe don't take that step because I was afraid I might fail. And I'm getting better at that as I get older. How about you, Andra? 
It's interesting. I mean, I love, I love both of, I love both of those. I think, I think whether it's my younger self or whether it is anyone coming into a space, um, I think my younger self, I, I probably would have said, um, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I try to give myself advice along the way and follow it. Um, so, so, and I try to live by no regrets. So it's hard to say what would I have you know done differently or told myself, but, but I think maybe I'll phrase it like this. I think the things that I, I, really would encourage anyone to to think about in any stage of their life whether they're younger or older um one is is it's never too late so if you want to change an industry if you want to jump into a different industry if you've got a passion that's kind of been aching at you that you're wondering about um it's never too late so take the jump there's nothing to be scared of worst case scenario is it doesn't work out and then you do something different um so so it's all about learning and and growing and so and the other was is really you know anything is possible and, and I think that pairs really nicely with what you share, Dana, is that it, you have to believe it first. And, and if you believe it, it's just like selling anything. If you believe it and you're passionate about it, you will be able to sell anyone else on it because they will believe in your passion. They'll believe in your skill set. They'll know that, that there's something there and, and they'll believe that you're capable of doing it too. And so I think just kind of digging deep and, and being really comfortable with, with who you are, what you have to offer and knowing that it's, it's worth it and, and that that, that you can do genuinely anything you put your mind to. Um, I think that that is so powerful. And it comes back to that confidence you were mentioning, Crystal. It's, it's if I think anyone, girl, guy, anyone, if, if you can sort out that confidence and roll around in it and feel really good about it and genuinely know who you are and what you have to offer, like the sky is the limit. And, and I think that, that that is so powerful if harnessed as an individual. Yeah. And for me, I think even flipping it and saying, you know, use that fear. Like instead of being, you know, stopped by the fear, look at that. Everything I've ever accomplished in my life, if I've done it pushing through that fear, it means a little bit more, it's yes. a little bit more precious, you know? So if you can kind of know that ahead of time and say, okay, there's some fear associated with this, that means there's a diamond on the other side of it. Yes. So yeah, trying, totally to, trying to remember that. And that's something I try to pass on to those, those who I'm, you know, mentoring. Um, anything else that you guys want to chat about? Like what's next for you? One thing I'll mention when you were just talking about the mentoring, I, I think you said this a little bit earlier, and I think it's 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 something worth stressing. The emotion in business. So so I think I think it's wonderful to be emotional. It's wonderful to have feelings. It's wonderful to do all those things. Um, but I think sometimes women are overlooked in in situations and scenarios because of um, emotional. Uh, feels. And, and I say that in the sense that, that you'd mentioned, you know, a mentor helping you get your skin thicker and, and all of that. Um, I always try to think about it like it, it's business. And, and if you can be logical and it's not emotional, and if you can almost take yourself out of it, like it's not about you as a person, it's about what you're trying to accomplish as a team, as a company, and everyone has their role and everyone has the things that they're trying to do. Oftentimes I've, I've seen it. I've, and, and it's, it's, and it's, again, it's women and men, but, but if you can stop being so personal about everything and look at it more objectively, that really helps anyone get further in business because it's, it's really not about an individual. It's not something personal. It's not, you know, if, if someone does something wrong or if you're trying to accomplish something or solve for something, it's about how you get there. And, and it's, 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 it's much about finding the solution and not, not dwelling in or having, you know, emotional feels about something that's already passed and just keep moving on. And, and I think that will really help a lot of individuals not get held back 
back um, and just be able to kind of plug forward and and have that thicker skin, but really be looking at the bigger picture versus just yourself. And I think that individuals can get so caught up in their own emotions and their own feels about things that it can really hold them back from progressing in organizations. I agree. I've had, um, you know, times where I, I'm, I'm trying to steel myself to my feelings and, you know, maybe I am taking something personally and I refuse to cry in this meeting, even though I feel like I'm going to. <laughs> and I think I'm kind of getting to that point where my, my skin is thick enough that most things don't get me to that point. Mm-hmm. I do get to that point. I kind of accept the fact that I'm, I'm human and I'm yeah. allowed to have feelings and I'm allowed Absolutely. to let people see them because we all are, you know, and if we make it okay for other people to have their feelings and feel their feelings, um, then that's just a safer place for everybody. Absolutely. All right, great. Well, thanks for joining me on the Connecting IT podcast. Dan, you want to close us out? Oh, this is a great episode. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for having us, Dana. Enjoyed it. Thanks, Dana. And thanks everybody for joining us today on the Connecting IT podcast. This was a great episode, Dana and team, you know, awesome. And uh, we will talk to you all next week.